A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. It's time to talk football here on Money FM 89.3 with uh, Pipo O, oh, the well-known uh, coach here in Singapore, very active man in football. Welcome to Weekend Mornings. Yes, good morning. Good to be here. So, lots to talk about. Let's start with uh, Usain Bolt scoring two goals on Friday night, playing for Central Coast Mariners, as we heard in the news he was part of a 4-0 win for Central Coast, the Australian club, over MacArthur Southwest in a friendly. And it was uh, two goals. And he joined in August, Pipo, and uh, he's looking quite good. This was his first start, and he produced the goods. Yes, um, he played as a striker last night, um, 75 minutes. And, uh, I mean, as a striker, you know, you can do nothing. But what's important is to score goals. And, uh, yeah, that first goal was well taken. Yeah, a good upper body strength. And uh, just to create a half yet. And yeah, a sweet left foot finish. Yeah, we can see the on, on social media they've posted the, the, the goals and uh, you know the A-League doesn't start for another week or so. But the big question is, does he get a contract out of this? Is it enough to give him a, a contract? Because he's on trial, isn't he, technically at the moment? Right. Uh, well, if, if you look at him um, in terms of the physique, in terms of uh, the, the speed and everything, I think he, he, will, he will earn a contract. Um, but of course, his football abilities, you know, his touches on the ball may, may not be the best. So mm. I think that he will he will earn a contract. You think he will? I think yeah. he will. But uh, yeah, he'll probably be coming off the bench when opponents are tired. And with his physicality and speed, yeah, he can trouble some defences. Because Mike Mulvey's the coach of um, the Central Coast Mariners. We saw him here in Thailand. He coached here. He's a Manchester-born Australian. I wonder what he would think. You know, you're a coach well-known from your days at Home United and Algang United. You know, when someone throws a player on you as a celebrity or, you know, that, 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 that the chairman wants, what's your attitude as a coach? You know, you have to try and think of a way to get him in the system or how does it work? Yeah, so, you know, sometimes, um, yeah, players like this, um, you know, there's a request from the management that uh, you you try and accommodate such a player because it's going to be good for the club. And let's be honest, Usain Bolt will be good for, for the club because he's going to raise the profile of the club. Mm. Everybody's going to start saying, hey, I want to watch Usain Bolt and... Then I will come to the matches. Yeah. So as a coach, then you need to to weigh, um, of course, you know, between balance between the the team as well as the club objective. Yeah. So yeah, a bit of both. Well, a couple of years ago here in Singapore, we saw Jermaine Pennant, the former Liverpool and Arsenal winger, stroke. Uh, I guess he could play as a second striker, play in the S League, and it wasn't the biggest success. Uh, what did you, what were your thoughts about that uh, little experiment from Tampanese Rovers? Uh, well, his initial arrival was a big success because mm. in a friendly match, I remembered at Jalan Besar, I was there, and it was two thousand. 2,000 people turning up for a friendly game. Mm. Unheard of in Singapore, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, during the season, um, he struggled sometimes for games. Because you were coaching at that time. Yes, I was coaching at Home Gun, United. At Home United at that yeah. time. So when you were coaching against him, you know, a kind of a novelty player, you know, even though he's, you can't really compare him to Usain Bolt, what would you think as a coach? Were you thinking this guy is over the hill or we have to watch him? No, oh, but... He, he was a good player. Mm. You could see, you could see his touches on the ball. Uh, it was difficult to get the ball off him, his experience. But maybe the, the cast around Jermaine Pennant, yeah, he needed, needed better players, you know, maybe one or two more players to, to play alongside him to, to make him be better. Yeah. And, we, and we could see his body language changing, couldn't we, as the year went on. He seemed to be less and less kind of intense and less interested. And, and I think his was, did his legs go or do you think it's his attitude let him down in the end? Because he didn't even start that Singapore Cup final, remember? 
Right. Uh, towards the end, I think, you know, maybe because of a contract issue for, for the next season or, you know, there, 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 were, there were issues off the field as well. So, yeah, I think everything combined, yeah, you could see you could see that when he first arrived, motivated and mm. uh, something he improving. Left. Yeah, it was on trial too, wasn't he? Just like right. Usain Bolt and he got yeah. the contract. Yes. Yeah. So if you were the coach of Central Coast Mariners, you'd be happy to have Usain Bolt in your, in your squad. Uh, one, for sure, because um, they, it's going to bring crowd in. It's going to generate a lot of interest in the team. And I think in football, you, you, you need to have the fans. You need to have the interest. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, you go to, like yesterday, Croatia play England in an empty stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah how, you know, there's, no, there's nothing to push you on. Well, let's talk about that game. It was a nil-nil draw. I think England had the better of the chances uh, in this uh, qualifier. Uh, and, of course, uh, we saw, I think it was Marcus Rashford hit the woodwork. Uh, or, I mean, we had two uh, clear-cut chances. And Harry Kane and Eric Dyer hit the woodwork. Yes, so that's right. What about that performance? What did you think of it? Uh, yeah, talking about the Rashford uh, chances. You know, the other day he was playing for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a striker that's low on confidence now. Mm. Yeah, he missed like clear chances for United and mm. then last night as well. Yeah, two uh, one-on-ones with the keeper right. and couldn't, couldn't so, convert. So that's that's a low on confidence striker for you. You mm. know, um, I think he needs to play more for Manchester United because he's got good potential. Um, but he's not getting it in under Mourinho. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a worry because he's a good player. I think for me, if he decides on his England career, he should move. Really? Yeah. You think it's not the right environment for him at Manchester United? No, because Mourinho... Not playing enough. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Mourinho um, will play him the first 11. Mm-hmm. He rather goes for Lukaku and, uh, yeah, Alexis Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's a very important part of his you know, career too. He's still young and he really needs to be blossoming and developing, doesn't he? That's right. But of course, I mean, you, if you look at England last night, uh, they had three central midfielders of Buckley, Henderson and Eric Dyer. Mm. Um, I think England, what, what they're lacking now is a creator. You know, that three midfield, they can work very hard. But creativity-wise, they're, they're lacking. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is a worry. But um, the good thing was uh, this young boy, uh, Jaden Sancho. Mm, he's quick, right? Yeah. So Super quick. Yeah, super quick. And he's having a good season in Dortmund. Mm. And this is the thing. He was on Manchester City books. He left to join Dortmund. And then he started games and he's scoring goals, he's assisting goals. And there he is today in in the first 11 of England. Or he came on for England. Mm. Um, going back to, to England, I think Phil Foden. Yeah, it's a player that, that has creativity. But uh, again, you know, he's not playing in Manchester City. Mm. He's sitting on a bench. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. you get 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Yeah. Um, again, I think he should move. And then he gets regular playing time. And I'm sure then he will become a England player for, for sure. We're speaking football with Pipa Oh, uh, he, the former Algang United and Home United coach. Uh, let's change gears now to Singapore. 2-0 victory for them against Mongolia in a friendly at Bishan Stadium on Friday night. Two goals coming in the last 20, 25 minutes or so. Uh, where are Singapore as far as their progression towards next uh, this next month's Suzuki Cup? Yeah, um, they've they've got a new coach, uh, you know, under under Fandi Ahmad and uh, interim though, isn't he? Yeah, interim. Yes, um, but they've played three games and they're undefeated. Mm. Right. Yeah. And so, they didn't win a game at all in twenty seventeen. That's right. Yeah. But of course, you know, if you look at the quality of the opponents, they are not they are not the best. Mm. Right. Um, but it's good. It's good for confidence. You know, as a team, you you want to be scoring goals. You want to be winning games. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important. I think the mood in the camp is good now. And um, yeah, it's a good build up to to the Suzuki Cup. 
And we saw Harris Harun and, and Gabriel Quack getting the, the goals. Uh, still the core of very familiar players within the Singapore setup. There have been players that have been around the fringes of the national setup for like five, ten years, and they're still there, aren't they? But we are seeing a few youngsters coming through. Yes, and uh, that's, that's uh, what I'm very, very happy about, that uh, new faces are coming into the national team to give a run. You know, the experienced players are run for their money. Uh, Zufatmi started at right right back yesterday mm. you've got uh, Exxon up top mm-hmm. you've got Efan at the back yeah. and uh, these this players are all young yeah. um, in, the, in the last minute Huzaifa from Balestia came on right, to yeah. get his uh, first national cap well, that's a proud honour for him right so you know it's, it's good it's, it's good to have these young boys coming in because what's, what, what they bring to you is desire hard work mm. and uh, most important speed I think speed in modern game is so important do you think the gloom and depression around the Singapore national team is lifted as we head towards that first game against Indonesia in the Suzuki Cup on I think it's the 9th of November at the National Stadium uh, I've, I think the general public is still a bit sceptical mm. you know um, because like I said the opponents are, are not the greatest yep. I think the, the real show will come the real test will come on 9th November mm. when Indonesia come to Singapore. And uh, yeah, that, that, that will be a good game. Do you expect Singapore to make the semifinals? Uh, I think they stand a chance. Mm. Yeah, Tough um, group though, isn't it? Yes, it's a tough group. But I think, you know, our, our Singapore team, yes, maybe technically we are, we are not the best. But I think in terms of uh, tactical behaviour, tactical discipline, I think we are definitely better than, than the teams in Southeast Asia. And we're seeing a lot of the players over the last season playing outside Singapore because of uh, the cutbacks we've had in the in the domestic competition. You think that could help them? Yes. Uh, look at Gabriel Quack. You know, he's he's gone to Thailand and um, yeah, he's come back and he's played for Singapore in the last two games. And he's, he's done well. He's performed well. Yeah, he's a player that we're really waiting to blossom because he's had a, a potential, hasn't it? But yeah. We wanted to see him really mature and, and take leadership. Right. So, yeah. He, he, he was, when he was much younger, he was, you know, he was highly rated, so much potential. He burst onto the scene and then for the next, after that, the next two, three years. Couldn't take the next step, right? Yeah. So, and then it was a good move. I think he, he went to Thailand and the competition was much tougher. And when you go overseas, you, you live your life re- truly like a professional. Mm. You know, you've got no distractions and yeah. you, you really look, look after yourself and, you know, football is all you have. Yeah. Speaking to people, oh, the renowned um, coach here in Singapore. All right, let's look overseas now and we talk about Eden Hazard. There's uh, talk about potential move to Real Madrid. It's always been his dream, currently playing with Chelsea and playing really well in the English Premier League. Doesn't look like it's going to happen in January in the transfer window. Do you think it's going to happen maybe next year? Yes, I think so. Um, you know, he's come to an age now. He's been in Chelsea for a few years. And uh, yeah, he's playing his best football now, you look at him today, he's, he's such a good player. And on the other hand, Real Madrid is struggling. The past four games, zero goals. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you've had Ronaldo in Real Madrid for such a long time. Every time you're in trouble, give the ball to Ronaldo. And he beats one player, he beats two players, he creates something. Uh, yeah, I think Real Madrid is missing such a player. Mm. And uh, Real Madrid, Eden Hazard, I think it's a good, it's a good partnership. Yeah. We, we, we know that Real Madrid always signs star players. And uh, Eden Hazard is, is a star player. But in a way, it's good that he'll stay the season now at Chelsea rather than go in January. Because Chelsea are genuine contenders now, aren't they? Uh, with uh, Man City and Liverpool right there at the top. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, EPL season. Um, you, you've got these three teams level on points now. You've got Arsenal and Spurs just behind. So it's like a five-team five, five team race now. Um, yes, Hazard 
fantastic for Chelsea. And uh, you got to give it to Sarri, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. done well, hasn't he? He's done extremely well because he's transformed the team from the Con- Conte style to his style now. And yeah, they're undefeated. And the next game they have against Manchester United, right? All right That's after so, the break. Yeah. I think that one, yeah, it's going to be a big game. And uh, in, in such big games, I think that's when Mourinho uh, will show that his, why is he you know, such a good coach. Yeah. Your prediction for that uh, game, uh, Chelsea against Manchester United, after the international break? Uh, I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah. Too as much, much, too as much, much as stake, I, right? As much as I want United to, to beat Chelsea so that Liverpool can, <laughs> can open a little bit of gap, you know, at the top. Yeah. Mm, but as a Liverpool fan, uh, do you think they can do it? Uh, it's going to be tough, but uh, this, this year they, they, they stand really good chance. Yeah, um, so far we've watched all games, and uh, apart from the game that they struggled in Napoli. Mm. Uh, Champions League, yeah. Yeah, other games, even the, the Manchester City game, the Chelsea game, they, they've played well. Yeah, they're in control of games. All right, been great to talk to you, Pipo. Uh, all things football, Pipo, all the renowned uh, former man, uh, Home United and uh, Algang United coach. Thanks for being our guest here on Money FM. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here.